Oil trains are one of the clearest connections between the Bakken oil field in North Dakota and regular Americans. But in 2008, no oil left North Dakota by train. Now, over 700,000 barrels a day do. The trains run next to homes and through downtowns from Oregon to Virginia. And when they derail and explode, the consequences can be deadly. Now there's pressure on regulators in North Dakota to make the oil less flammable. From Prairie Public Radio, Emily Guerin reports for Inside Energy. In June, emergency managers and first responders in Bismarck, North Dakota, ran through a frightening scenario. What if an oil train derailed downtown? Depending on the proximity, uh, the assumption was that some of the buildings were devastated or destroyed completely. Gary Stockert is the city's emergency manager. And we are standing at the corner of 12th and Main. Ground zero for the hypothetical train crash. Right next to a hospice, a dry cleaner, and a fancy restaurant. We also uh, assumed that we had as, as many casualties, for example, as what they had up in Quebec during that incident. The incident in Quebec is, of course, Lac Megantic where 47 people died in July 2013 when a train carrying North Dakota crude oil derailed and incinerated the downtown. Since then, cities with oil train traffic have been preparing for the worst. About 10 oil trains with 100 cars each leave North Dakota every single day, passing through big cities like Seattle, Denver, and Minneapolis on their way to refineries on the coasts. That means a lot of people who see no benefit from the oil boom are having to live with increased risk. Governor Dayton of Minnesota is concerned primarily about the safety of people along oil train routes and in particular about the fact that this is a very volatile oil. Dave Christensen is a senior planner with the Minnesota Department of Transportation. He says 70 percent of North Dakota's oil passes through his state. So Minnesota is strengthening railroad safety rules but they can't do anything about what's in the tank cars. That is something that is under control of the state of North Dakota to a large degree. So Minnesota's governor has asked North Dakota's governor to step in and require oil companies to make the oil safer. The oil companies are the ones making most of the profit, and so we feel that the, the parties who are profiting from it should be responsible for part of the expense. Not surprisingly, that's not at all popular with the industry. They made that very clear at a recent public hearing in Bismarck about proposed regulations. Regulations that would make industry remove the most flammable liquids from the oil before it's loaded onto trains. Uh, my name is Keith Lilly. I'm the operation and maintenance manager for Statoil in the Austin office. The room was full of oil executives from Texas and Oklahoma wearing suits and cowboy boots. My name is Brent Lonis. I'm the director of field and planned operations for Hess Corporation. My name is Roger Kelly. I work for Continental Resources in the office at 20 North Broadway, Oklahoma City. They testified that the oil was already safe, that train accidents were few and far between, and that regulations would cost the industry a lot of money. After listening to hours of testimony, nearly 100% against new rules, I pulled Eric Bays aside. He's the general manager of Oasis Petroleum in North Dakota. He came up with another reason why the industry doesn't like the idea. Cost is certainly one concern, um, but you create another product stream that you have no infrastructure in place for. What he's saying is North Dakota doesn't have enough pipelines to move all the oil. Once you separate the flammable liquids, you'll have a whole new product you need to ship someplace. 
Back in Bismarck's hypothetical ground zero, I asked emergency planner Gary Stockert if people living near the tracks should be concerned. Well, he told me, there's a lot more oil trains than there used to be. It obviously increases um, the likelihood of, of something occurring just because you have higher numbers. You know, higher numbers create higher risk. North Dakota officials say they'll decide whether to pass new regulations by the end of the year. And the federal government is considering ways to beef up the tank cars that carry crude oil. Until then, production here keeps rising. And that will likely mean more oil trains and more worrying in cities around the country. For Inside Energy, I'm Emily Guerin.